Hello and welcome to this episode of the Jesus Coffee and Yoga Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about ways to um, really lean into your leadership as a yoga teacher and how to build a business and a brand around the life that you live. So today we're going to talk about community and the power of community. The Bible says that two are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. I like Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. I love that scripture in Ecclesiastes so much, and I cannot wait to dive into this episode with you guys and talk about how to build community around you and then how to build your community of people that you get to lead. So hello, sir. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. What are you drinking? What coffee are you drinking today? Oh, today we're back to the uh, African single origin. Are you a, are you like a two coffee kind of guy? Like do you just kind of keep the same ones or do you like to spice it up? No. Well, so what I usually do is I'll buy a couple bags of beans, like two different kinds. And then when those are gone, then I buy the next two. Different so I'll kinds. just kind of alternate between the two so that it's not the same every single day. What do you put in your coffee? Nothing. I knew you were going to say that. I used to do creamer like half and half, which mm -hmm. I love. Like I love that flavor, but I had just decided that I was going to scale back on on dairy. And I do most days I do intermittent intermittent fasting, mm -hmm. and having that would likely push me out. Break your fast, yeah. Yeah. So I I just I love intermittent fasting. I am not currently drinking, but I'm heating up. I'm gonna have some peach, and what's the other one? I apricot, apricot, like or is at it apricot? the same time, apricot. It's peach, apricot, loose leaf apricot. tea. Yes. Apricot. And apricot. And I'm going to put, I just put like a almond milk creamer in it and I'm going to break my fast and it's going to be delicious and warm. <laughs> nice. So it's, that's what's going to be in my cup. All right. So um, we've been talking about some of the different ways to be successful in the pursuit of the journey that God has called us to. And some of those ways, just to recap, are clarity, community, and consistency. And today I thought we'd take time to really um, laser focus in on the power of community. Do you have any words before we dig in about the power of community just in your own life or your business? Yeah, I think, and for me too, as a, an introvert, it, it's kind of a double-edged sword. <laughs> I think we're all introverts around here. <laughs> that, <laughs> you know, I like I can be extroverted, but I think for me, the difference is like what energizes you. And because being alone is energizing and being around other people is draining, even if I love it, you know, it it, it takes energy, doesn't give me energy. Um, there are times where I can take that. <laughs> there are times I can take that too far and spend too much time alone and in isolation. And it can make me feel lonely it can make me question like everything <laughs> mm -hmm. and wonder if like what's if i'm struggling to get to where i want to go or you know we all have those struggles even people that you see are uber successful like they they have struggles yeah it can make me oh, feel is. like there's something wrong with me because mm -hmm. you can see other people's highlight reel and think like man they've got it together they've got it all figured out like what is wrong with me 
Mm-hmm. And that lack of community just feeds that. Because when you're when you're in community and you have other people who are similar, you you start to see things like, oh, like they're struggling too. Okay, I'm not mm-hmm. so weird. Like it's normal. <laughs> this is part of the process. And I, I find that's just one aspect. There's many which we're going to cover in this episode. But that personally, that's something that I have struggled with in the past. Yeah, and I think what you said, the first word you used was isolated. And I think um, because we can be so um, hard on ourselves in our own mind, um, which I think is normal. Like, I think that's a normal human being. Like we just can tend to be our biggest critics or our worst bullies or whatever. And that's something I think we always have to combat, but being isolated, especially like too isolated. And I think what you said was it's okay. It's like, it's okay. If you're an introvert, just know what charges you and what recharges you and what drains your batteries. But we can start to make isolated decisions. And I think that this is a dangerous place to be as a leader, as a business person, as an entrepreneur. Um, Even in our work, for the most part, we make most decisions together. Like I may have the idea and say, hey, I've really been thinking about this. This is the way it's looking in my brain. What do you think? You know, like even just on this scale, but I mean, even personally, um, I, I feel like I'm the only one that has kids that don't pick up behind themselves or I'm the only one that's struggling this work life balance. I'm the only one. And I think that isolation, um, is the enemy's, I mean, it was his first tactic was to isolate Eve from Adam, <laughs> like to isolate her and then question who she was, uh, you know, like, I mean, I think these are enemy or these enemies tactics. And when we're not around people who are, we're hearing like, Oh, me too. Like, same, or we're gaining strategies on how to combat these things or how to progress forward or to even grieve the loss of whatever, you know, it's like, we can start making some pretty isolated decisions. And that can be detrimental to us, like on a mental and even a spiritual level. Um, But really, it can show up in our business as well. So I think that's really good. And it's something even personally, I've been dealing with lately, and it comes in levels, like, Mm -hmm. It you there are some things that I think we incorrectly think will just go away as our business grows or as we as we gain more success and that's not the case. Like fear is always present, mm-hmm. um, and always. this this also ha- has kind of followed with me where I'll get into these these uh, seasons where I don't have a lot of other people in my circle who are in like a similar situation. So a lot of people in my physical circle aren't business owners, or if they are, it's very it's very different than what I'm building. And so when I'm facing problems and struggles, I'm finding it harder and harder to find someone who can relate and maybe offer some objective uh, advice or just based on their experience because they're in something similar. Um, I found that as I progress and and get more success in different areas that I need to be a little bit more uh, intentional with mm, seeking that's out the people. Word right there. If, if I'm, so if I'm finding that I'm lacking that, which I have been, um, I started reaching out to some people that I know who, who I can reach out to for help. And uh, I, f- I found it really, really helpful. And, and they were actually kind of feeling the same thing. So it, it was pretty cool actually to, to reach out to this, this person to just kind of share some of this stuff that like, look, I'm, this is where I'm at in my business and what I'm trying to do. And I just, I need some other people who understand and, and who have been there or are maybe going through it at the same time. And we can kind of talk through this together. And I found that really valuable um, and energizing and almost energizing. Healing. Yeah. And, and almost healing in some ways too, mm-hmm. where I, I kind of felt like, you know, sometimes we can feel deserted by God. I don't know if you've yeah. ever felt that, but I, you're like, yeah. God, like, God, where, where are you? you? <laughs> sometimes it's, sometimes it seems like he's silent. And, and, and I, 
I don't really believe that. I believe sometimes we just are missing his voice maybe or there are things drowning drowning him out but um anyway I'm kind of I'm kind of yeah, getting no, off good. topic here but I just I I found it coming back to it really valuable to have that community and so detrimental when I don't have that. Yeah. And before we get into um you know some ways that we can connect to community I would love to ask something that you said how do you, so you are a very self-aware person. A lot of us are not. <laughs> and so I think that that's one of the key things, like knowing, um, knowing your energy management, I think is really, really important as, as a leader, but it really just as a human, um, how do you know, like when you're feeling like I really need community, I've kind of gone too far away from community and isolated too much, almost either as a self-protection mechanism, or maybe even just as a hoarding of energy. Like sometimes I'll find myself like, I just want to hoard this energy because, but like what you're saying is like being around other people too can energize those like creative, creative thoughts and creativity within us. You know, just sitting down, having a conversation, you're like, you leave feeling jazzed up. You're like, yeah, this is awesome. How do you know, like where that, like when you've gone too far to where you're like, okay, I now know I need community. I think it's it's a feeling in your gut or in your heart or something. You know, I'm, I'm more of a thinker versus a, mm -hmm. a feeler, but I've been trying to be more in tune with with feelings because feelings are God given. They're they're natural. Yes. Or, your feelings matter, Nick. Yeah, they do. Feelings do matter. So I, I've been trying to focus on that. But I think there's just a part of you that just knows. Like you can mm -hmm. feel something is off, and I'm feeling discouraged and isolated. Like anytime you're feeling those feelings, I think of mm -hmm. discouragement of, of isolation, you know, th mm -hmm. those kind of things, the mental games that, that the enemy can play on you. I think that's a really good indication and in that you just need to check in with yourself. I was going to say, and then what do you do? Yeah. So to take that time when you're feeling, I would say it could also be discontentment, maybe just when, when something just feels off, mm -hmm. um, that's a really good indication that you need to check in and try to figure out what's, what's going on. And that's a really good time to check in with yourself, but with a trusted friend or Other an advisor people. or a mentor, yeah. you know, someone who knows who can give you like an objective um, opinion, or at least can hear you out in a very non-judgmental way. You know, mm -hmm. someone you feel safe with uh, sharing that. I think, I think well, just like someone who will encourage you like, Hey, I know it feels this way. I hear you. I see you all of that. But also like for me personally, and I think this may be like personality type to personality type. I also need someone to tell me when it's like, you're just playing small or you're just allowing fear to do these things, or you're not taking enough rest. Like you're, you're burning out or someone who will kind of call me on my stuff. You know what I mean? So like, I think that that's for me, that's really important to have those people that like, yes, they can encourage me and say like, but look what you've done. I need someone to show me like, but look at all the things you have done. Like you're feeling this way now, but also like you're also playing small in these ways. And I think both are equally important and I need those people and I have those people on speed dial. So and that I have think, that access to me. Yeah. And I think knowing, knowing yourself, knowing your, your personality or, or your tendencies mm. is super beneficial because, because I can definitely there's a few things that I consistently do. One is it's hard to celebrate wins because I'm like, what's the next thing? Yeah. Um, that and so having that community to help mm -hmm. remind me, like, hey man, let's hey, slow down. Like what like kind of what you just said, like, look at what we've done. Mm -hmm. Let's let's celebrate this. Yeah. Um, that that is super helpful. The other thing is that if you have a strong personality, 
you definitely need someone who can call you, another strong person who can call you out. not afraid of your personality. Yeah, someone yeah. who can call you out on it. Because there, there's different personalities that probably don't need that as much. Mm -hmm. You maybe need a softer voice. And you know, in previous episodes, we talked about my strength. And I feel like that's one of mine is to mm -hmm. kind of just call it like it is. The and, spade, the spade, yeah. Yeah, and not it in is. a way that's, that's like, hurtful i mean i'm sure I, I can be kind of abrasive sometimes but i've really worked on that over time but you have done you have you have done but just that. to to be that voice for some people to say like i hear what you're saying but have you considered this is this mm -hmm. maybe what what's going on and like let's let's be honest you know to, yeah. to, to do that and everyone needs that but the stronger your personality is, the stronger that person's personality. Mm -hmm. That's your. That's so good. Be, and and I think it's up to us as the person, you know, coming to like if I come to you and I say this is what I'm feeling, I I need to make you feel like you're safe enough to give me that. We have to have that relational equity, if you will. So it's up to me to to hold the responsibility of making sure that other person knows that they have this level of access to me. I think about Jesus and how he did community, right? Like he had like his 12 disciples. And then when, when he um, was, it, he was going up to the Mount of Olives, I think to pray or it's the garden of Gethsemane. He was going up to pray and he told everybody, let's go. We're going to pray. We're going to do this thing. But then he only took three with him. He took the three up to the, to the top with him before he entered into prayer with God. And I think that, that, that to me tells a story of what that should look like. So all 12 of them had access to him, but not all 12 of them had the same level of access to him. So I think recognizing, you know, those people in your life that can just say, Hey, but what's, what's really going on? Or, or have you considered this? Or this is what I'm sensing in the background of what you're saying. And and sometimes it, it takes a lot of courage as the person who says that to people. But what you're saying, I think, is so good. Like, if you have a bold personality, you have a strong personality, let's not um, surround ourselves with just people who have, like, the soft, comforting personalities because they will not level up to us. Like, they won't, like, bow up to us and say, but you're, you, you've got so much more and you're just sitting on it type thing. And I think that's really good. Like, that's really important. Yeah. And just one, one other thought I had on this before we keep going with, with the, the questions and, and ways you can help uh, develop your community is that no one is coming to save you. Let's say even just in your business, no one is coming to save you. It is up to you to take action, the action that you need. And right now what we're, what we're leading you to do is to take action in your community. Mm -hmm. And you need to start seeking out these people. There, like I'm not saying that that there aren't times where God will lead you and and things might land in your lap. That has certainly happened to me at times. I'm sure it's happened to you guys at times. But I think there's a lot of times where God's like, I, I just need you. You know, seek me first. Like seek. There, there's this God is a God of action, and a lot of times it's up to us to take those steps. And I think He does lead us, and He does uh, even bring like. Uh, God, you know, God moments and like mm -hmm. things that couldn't have happened outside of him, but he doesn't just drop it in your lap while you sit on the couch eating Doritos. Right. So I want you to just take the, like, you need to take action on this. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about a couple different ways. Um, I came up with four different ways to connect to a community that will help you excel in your work. Um, or really probably just anywhere, but we'll talk, we'll try to keep it mostly business today, but I think 
as a yoga teacher or as a leader, it's like build your tribe, build your tribe. And we're so focused on building the tribe outwards, like from the overflow of us and building that community that we forget to be a part of a community. That's that where we are being sharpened and led as well. So here is a couple things that we came up with. The first one is ask a friend, like just somebody that, you know, you may or may not know well, well, but who's doing what you're doing or what you want to do. And they're maybe just a little further down the road, ask them to mentor you, serve them, put yourself in their space, take notes, ask questions. Um, it's like Nick said, it's your responsibility to take that step and get in front of, and sometimes it may look like you actually pay them for their services or whatever, but I have a couple of examples that I wanted to share with you of how this has looked in my life. The first one is not yoga related, but when I first became a hairstylist, I went to school for about a year, got my license. And then I started working at this really nice salon and they have their own training program. And I got paid a really small amount (laughs) and maybe got some tips here and there, but I had got to be an assistant to the master stylist. So these are the people that have been there for a long time. They've built their clientele. They charge a million dollars for a haircut. Like they're really, really good at what they do. And I was their assistant. And during that time, literally you guys, like I would, I would stand there and hand them foil while they were coloring their client's hair. And I would sweep up the hair and I would give their client a a hand massage while they were sitting and processing with their color on their hair. I would shampoo their clients for them. I was not taking clients. I was standing next to them as their assistant, serving them. And let me tell you what I did learn. I learned how they would interact with their with their clients, what, what made them have good chair side manners, if you will. I watched them mix color. I watched them place the color in different. So just by standing next to them and handing them foils, I learned so much and how not just because I already had the basics. I already went to school. I got the license. I can go cut hair wherever I want. I can go do hair anywhere I want to. But the value that of, of standing next to someone who can um, teach me even just inadvertently by doing what they already do was so incredible. And even years later, like I'm not actively doing a lot of hair right now outside of like family and friends, but all that to say, that was one example. The second example that I had was when I first started teaching and I didn't really know what I was doing. I found one of my dear friends, her name's Sarah Hall. Many of you may know her in the yoga, Christian yoga community. She's amazing, but she lived um, about an hour and 20 minutes from where I was. And she was running what she called a series and she just opened up her backyard and it was four weekends in a row. And I just went, I put myself in her space. I said, can I come and I'll just be like your second. I'll help you set up, tear down, do any like assisting or adjustments or whatever. Like, can I just come and be a part of what you're doing? And in that I watched the same thing. I watched her mannerisms. I watched how she put together her flows and her playlist and how she interacted with the students and how just how she built the experience as a whole. And maybe I would ask a question or two, like, you know, why would you do that instead of this or whatever? But more than anything, like I was just a fly on the wall. And even though I had to drive a total of like three hours (laughs) to make this happen for a month straight, I did it. And it was so worth it because I've learned so much from her and her leadership and um, the way God uses her in this space. And I hands down and the person I am now because of her influence all those years ago. And so 
And she was just a friend. Like she was just somebody that was a friend doing what I'm doing, just better and longer than I was. But I took it up on myself to put myself in her space. So that's our first way that you can get connected. Do you have anything on that one? Well, just there was something that stuck out to me, especially in, in the the hair thing that as you were talking about that, that you could have chosen to just like, I'm just here to assist and just hand the foil and do the things and like not pay attention. But you took it upon yourself to actually learn what you could in that situation, mm-hmm. realizing what a a blessing yeah. that that situation was to learn from a master, to see firsthand mm-hmm. what they do and how they do it. Yeah. So, but it was up to you to do that. You could mm-hmm. have just decided not to. So again, yeah. back to what we were saying, like it's up to you. And like with, with Sarah, what, what you just mentioned there, it was totally up to you to facilitate that and make that happen. Sarah wasn't going around asking like, Hey, Kristen, mm-hmm. can you come help me? And I'll teach you everything sure. I know. Yeah. It was you yeah. taking it, taking the action mm-hmm. to, to make that happen. So, um, friends, it's, it's up to you and yeah. it, it, it's out there. People are out there. People, we all 100%. love to help other people who are a little bit further behind us um, in, in the journey, like learn from our mistakes and learn how to do things. So you just, yeah. all you gotta do is ask. Just ask. I mean, what's the worst they're going to say? No. And, and also the the key thing that stuck out is to serve. Like yeah. some yeah. people will, they'll ask people like, Hey, can I, can I take you out to coffee and pick your mm-hmm. brain? Like, Ugh, like no. I'm not going to want to show up for that. Like, I'm like, I'm just being honest here. Like I, I have so many things on my radar and I'm very intentional with my time and the way I manage my energy back to that again. And it's like, that's one more thing I have to do. But if it's something that I get to do, or it's going to be equally beneficial for both parties, like, of course, like come and just do this with me. Um, this shows up a lot in my retreats. I'll take other yoga teachers with me. They get to teach some of the yoga classes, which takes things off my plate. They help me in the kitchen, like tear down, set up, which takes things off my plate. And they also get to ride in the car with me for four hours, wherever we're driving to. Right. And then they ask all the questions they want. And same for me. Like I've done the same thing with the same person that I was just speaking of earlier. Like I was like, I'll go like, let me go. I just want to go. Cause I want to learn how to lead retreats on my own. Well, the best way to lead a retreat is to go to a retreat. <laughs> like, and so, but I got those car rides there and back. And then we just, I got to ask all the questions I wanted. It was fantastic. And hopefully it was beneficial for her as well. <laughs> and and what you said too, that sometimes you might need to pay for it and it's totally mm-hmm. worth it. Like it's worth yeah. investing in this to learn from someone who's already doing what you want to do. So I, just yeah. last night I had a guy uh, reach out to me who, uh, so I'm in some of these video groups. Um, some of them are, are courses or, or groups that I'm in and, and um, some guys have been asking about hiring. So I, I have an editor in the Philippines who helps me with some stuff. So I've gone through the process of hiring and not just hiring, but hiring someone in another country. Um, so I just, I, I offered advice and would help people. And he reached out to me and said, hey, could I, um, and I'll pay you, could I have a little bit of your time to ask you some questions about like what you did and how you did it and, and how it's going? I'm like, Of course, mm-hmm. you know, and like, had he reached out and just been like, hey man, can we, can we jump on a call and can I pick your brain? I would have been like, mm, right. no. But the way that he approached you, though, felt like I have so much respect for what you do and and all the the work that you've put into this point. I just want to learn from you. And a lot of times, even if like in that situation, it's like, well, he's offering to pay and maybe maybe it is like a consult call and it's an actual paid call. But even just that, it's like, I want to help you now because you are here. You know what it takes to get to the next step. And I'm willing to to help you take that step if you're willing to do the work too. 
Like, yeah, I just don't want you to waste my time because you're not going to do anything with the, the free advice I gave you. <laughs> yeah. Cause I've had other guys, I mean, mm -hmm. pretty, pretty recently, again, from these posts, they see what I say and then they message me. And this one guy in particular, I'm like, just dude, just buy this, this course and do what he says. Like literally just do that. And he's like, Oh, what if and he's got all these fears and worries? I'm like, just, just do it. Just right. pee, or, pee or get off the pot. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hey friend, love that you're listening to the podcast. If you ever want to have the video version of this, you can check them out on our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search for Jesus Coffee Yoga. Sometimes it's nice to have faces with the voices, so check that out if that's what you're into. And if not, keep enjoying the show. Okay, so the second way um, that you can connect to community is to hire a coach. And I think a coach is different than maybe even like, and maybe you can help me clarify this a little bit more, but like it's different than like, a mentor or a, um, even like an accountability partner, like somebody that's your side by side that you guys are doing things together. So why, like, why would people want to hire a coach? Like what's, what is the benefit of that? How do I know when I need a coach? I'm asking you, Nick, because I think you, like we've both done coaching separately and a little bit together too, but, um, and then we both in our own ways and together will coach people, but how does someone know when it's like time to Hire someone who can objectively and unemotionally look at my situation and then ask some questions, bring some strategy to it and all of that. Like, how do I know when and why would I want to do that? That's a good question. Um, for me, it's it's when I'm consistently saying the same thing over and over again for like why I'm stuck or why mm. I'm not doing a certain thing. That's a it's good like answer. This, <laughs> it's like there, there's this thing that goes off in my head like, you know, I've been saying this for a long time when people ask like, how's it going? Or, you know, how's business? Like, oh, you know, it's great. But, you know, what what comes after that? But if it tends to be the same thing over and over and mm. over again, that's a pretty good indication that I need some help in this area. That's really good. Yeah. So that that's a big one. And then the other area would be if there's something that I know I need to learn or implement or figure out for, for me personally or in my business. And it's something that I can pay someone who already knows how to do. Like if I can pay someone to teach me how to do that thing. So if it's more of like a mm -hmm. skill um, or like creating a system or a process, totally worth investing in skipping all of the trial and error mm -hmm. and say like, how, like, just help me do this faster. Because your ROI gives you so much time. Yeah. If nothing else, time back. In your day. Yep. Time is and money. <laughs> and it, it can just, it can help you get, get somewhere so much faster learning from someone else's experience and also having that when it's a coach, I would say that's where it, it adds that other layer of accountability, the mm -hmm. objectivity of like, they're not in your mess. So it's so much easier to see, to, to have some clarity on some things where you're a little fuzzy. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, like that's, that's everyone. We all, we're all a little fuzzy in our own stuff because we have the voice in our head all the emotions, all the stuff that's inside us that the coach is not subject to. And it's much easier. I think for all of us, it's it's a lot easier to see some some issues or problems in other people than it is to see it in our, our own situation in our own mess. That's good. And I feel like the third way that we have to connect to community could also be like kind of a, a point B, like kind of a subcategory of that. And it's to get plugged in with other like-minded entrepreneurs. So that you're sitting, you know, at the round table or sitting in circles of people um, who are doing what you're doing and can help um, kind of initiate or just kind of re-energize or re-invigorate like, in new and fresh ideas 
because especially if you guys are all doing kind of the same thing. So like with your video business or with my yoga business, like it's like being around other yoga teachers. It's like, oh, I've never thought to do it that way. Or even seeing like, I don't want to do it that way. Like I don't, like I sometimes see people doing business and I'm like, I don't want that. Like, I do not want that. Like, and, but if I were never around anybody else, like kind of goes back to like what you're saying about being just in like that isolated place. Like sometimes where we tend to be, want to be sometimes, um, it's like, I wouldn't know any different. So even if it's like, I want to do that also, I don't want to do that. Like, I just think that can bring so much value, um, you know, to just share, like just sharing with each other. So it's not necessarily like you call me tomorrow and let me know that you got all your things done today. And, or, you know, how are we going to do this? Like what, you know, how are we going to get out of this rut, you know, with a coach or whatever? It's really just more like just sharing information across the board. And I know you've sat in several circles like this before too. I have too, but yeah. I think you probably have more than I have. Yeah. And that's, it, it kind of blends the the last point with, with this one is that I've done both. I've done one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, which was more of like overall life and business. And then I've done several different types of group coaching. And sometimes I almost see more value in group coaching. Now, not to say there's not value in one-on-one -on -one, because the one-on-one, -on -one, I would say, especially just in overall life is, is extremely valuable. Yeah. Cause you're breaking but, down a lot of mindset and all of that stuff too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, and stuff that's kind of unique to you, but in other situations, so I, I have two examples. One is, um, in, in the video stuff, I was, I was learning more about YouTube and wanted to, wanted to really hone in on that and put more strategy around it and, and like do more of that for other clients. And I came across this, this one person who had, uh, an accelerator, which is basically like, Hey, I know how to do this thing. And I will teach you how to do this thing. Like well, that makes total sense. And it was a big investment. I think it was like seven grand or like it was, it was big, but the potential income from that was, I mean, if you can get clients where you're, you're charging, you know, several thousand dollars to do this thing, like mm -hmm. you get that back, you know? So yeah. a lot of it comes down to ROI. And when you can look at, yes, this is a lot of money to spend, but what could I gain from that? And not just one time, but like over and over and over and over. Mm -hmm. And instead of me trying to spend five years to figure out YouTube, I paid some money. I got into this group. I learned from someone who was a master and very quickly found clients mm -hmm. that it has paid for itself over because over you're over. good enough like skill wise like you have the skill to do the work at that at that rate instead of starting at the very very bottom and it gives you confidence to know like mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not trying to to make all the same mistakes and all the, the figured out for myself i'm skipping all that and i'm i'm fast forwarding i'm fast tracking mm -hmm. to learn it from someone who's already doing it and showing me here's how to do it Here's, here's the system, just plug and play, put this into your business. Mm -hmm. And so you can speed up your success so much faster by finding something like that. And I've done it uh, again in another, another way with uh, short form content and learning uh, how these group of guys are able to, to do this. And it's been extremely valuable. And both of those things, it, so it has the coaching, but it also has the group and kind of what, what you were saying, there are sometimes you don't even know the questions to ask. Someone mm -hmm. else has a question and you're like, oh, I never thought of that. Mm -hmm. So that's where I almost think sometimes group coaching is more valuable than one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. because sometimes you don't even know what to ask, but because other people with other um, experiences can ask these questions, 
it can really fast track that and just help you see things differently. Yeah. Something I want to highlight something that you said about, you know, like if I can skip five years, you know, of trying to figure this out on my own when someone else can just give it to me, like, yes, it's going to increase your income faster and you're going to make that money back faster. But let's like, just talk about the fact that like, if you cannot get the time back, you can get the money back. You can, money is, is out there. You can go get as much money as you are willing to work for. <laughs> like you can get money but you cannot get those five years back. And you and I both have little kids at home. And what we know is like, they grow up really fast. <laughs> and so five years later, it's like, I don't want to look and see my teenage child standing in front of me and me have missed out on so much of their life because I was unwilling to make, take a bet on myself. And this is the second thing I wanted to say is so many times we don't hire the coach or, or take the, the, you know, um, group coaching, courses or whatever. We don't do the course because we don't want to spend the money because we don't think we're going to do it. We don't think that we're going to show up in the ways that we need to. And what I, what I want to say to the person who may be feeling that way of like, I know I need to hire someone to help me in my business. I know I need help with this. And I know, like, I know here's what I want to tell you is one, like, when you when you write that check to that person, you automatically have a higher level of participation. Like you are going to show up at a higher level because you now have skin in the game. And two, it is you can make it back. Like you can get that money back. And I mean, I say I say this so confidently. Like like I've always known this because I remember the first time someone told me to increase my haircut prices like from $35 to $45, which seems really low right now. But I remember her telling me that and I was like, I'm going to lose all these clients. And let me tell you what I did. I did. I lost some clients and I gained a whole lot more time back with my newborn child at home. And I made the same, actually made more money just by increasing it $10. But I, I remember how I felt. So I'm telling you all of that because I say it so confidently now because I've, I've lived this and I've practiced that um, when you show up, or when you put skin in the game, when you do sign up for something, you are more likely to do it. More likely. I didn't say it's going to be a 100% success rate, but it is so incredibly worth it. And so I, I think I like how we have like hired the coach and then, you know, do the group coaching because I think the two have their different places and different seasons of your life and business. And just viewing it as an investment. So make that switch. It's not an expense. You're not spending mm -hmm. that money. You're investing that money because if you do what that person shows you, Mm -hmm. you will gain that back over and over and over. So it's not just, well, I get this money back. It's how many times over can I get this money back? Right. Yeah. If I mean, like I paid, I don't know, $7,000 to go to hair school. And then, and then I got paid. I, what I like to say is like, I went to hair school for two years and I got paid to learn. I got paid a little bit to learn that second year. Um, so in my head, I just reframed it as like, I'm still learning. I'm still in this process of learning and I'm just getting paid a little bit to learn. But how many haircuts have I done since I invested that initial $7,000 or whatever it was into hair school? I mean, for years, it sustained me and my family. And I, I loved the work I did and I, all of the things. But like I had to make that initial investment. And I just think that we ha even in that, it's like I have no qualms about just being like, yep, $7,000, I'm going to do this. But then when I drop you know, $4,000 on yoga, I'm all of a sudden like... <gasps> Can I charge? Am I allowed to charge? But I had to have someone else, you, <laughs> I had to have someone else in my corner asking me the right questions. So that's again, like the power of community because I would have probably just gone to the, whatever the 
supercuts version of yoga is. <laughs> and okay. you know, oh, I, I think there, there's another aspect to that, that some people are going to struggle with here. And, and we probably need to do an episode just on this. Oh, we will. Is the feeling of being worthy mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't feel like they're worthy of that investment. And like right. you, you are, you are worthy of it. And yeah, so let, I think we just decided we'll do an episode on on that. On, yes, on worth charging your worth, know your worth, and then charge your worth. Yeah, we definitely will. Okay, so the last one is, and I think this is important. Um, seek counseling. Um, and I, I kind of hesitated to put this on here because I feel like it's not really like business and work, and you know, here's how to do these things. Um, But the reason I did is, especially for myself uh, as a business owner, um, I've walked through lots of grief, like we all have, but this specific season, I'm coming kind of on the other side of a very, very grievous season and really the last couple of years. And I think one of the things that has helped me in my business is healing the wounds that that life just gave to me. I mean, some of them I (laughs) self-inflicted, like some of of them is just because I've been stupid, but like a lot of it was, I mean, life just came at me hard and, um, it's really, really hard to create and on a business level, like procreate, like things that will thrive whenever you're not thriving in your mind and in your heart. And so, um, just like an athlete, like who has an injury, like, yeah, they may still be able to like play their sport, right? Like they may still be able to, but they are not going to be peak performance. They are not going to, and there may be, it may be that the, the athlete needs to be sidelined while they heal. And I think a counselor can help us know which season is which, you know, like, Hey, this is where it needs to be focused on. And I think for me, having a counselor has, um, helped me wrap language around what's happening and how I can move forward when I felt stuck internally. So not only can counselors help like heal wounds, but also like mindset. So when we're talking about scarcity and um, like a low self-esteem or poor self-image and self-talk, that stuff hits hard when grief, when life hits, right? Like some of that like starts to surface whenever life hits and you just feel like you're out of control in your mind. But I think um, helping, having having that counseling to help heal that and then also um, unhealthy habits and behaviors, because all of this is happening to me as the human and as the leader. And it's flowing into what I'm doing for the people. And so I, I don't know. This is why I think that that counseling or group counseling or something that is helping you heal those wounds can be so beneficial for, for you as a leader. Yeah. And just a, a quick story on that. So I was talking to a person. She's a realtor, but she's also a licensed ther- therapist. I get the terms mixed up, counselor, licensed therapist. And she's also wanting to do more coaching to help other realtors in this space. Cause like it selling houses is hard and the market's crazy. Interest rates are crazy. Like it's, it's, it's actually a pretty challenging profession and she feels really called to, to help them. And so she was telling me that a lot of times people think that they need a coach when really they need a therapist. And like, she can tell pretty quickly mm, based good. on on the things that they are saying. She's like, there's something deeper going on here. What yeah. was interesting is that what she feels called to do, even though she's a licensed therapist, and that's what she she was doing that at one time. She's like, I really feel called to, to be more of a coach. And that a lot of times it's actually the flip that people think they need counseling when really they need a coach. 
mm-hmm. who can help them move past some of this stuff. Cause like the, the line is a little blurry, but I would say the differentiator here is, is if you feel like there are some, some wounds, like that was something I heard you say, the wounds and some like emotional issues, that's a counselor thing. Yeah. If you are feeling like you are just lazy and need accountability, that's a or, coach thing. Or something, yeah. Or you wanting right. to learn a skill or you know, something like that. Like that, that is what a coach can can help you do. And like a counselor can help you process some things, but most counselors are not like yoga business coaches. So they're probably not gonna be able to help you that much on the business side of things. But if you mm-hmm. have wounding and those issues that's preventing you from moving forward. You know, that is something you need to be addressed. So I would say like, if you don't know, seek out someone who can help you kind of make that decision. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's recap. So the four different ways that you can connect to a community that will help you excel in your work is to ask a friend to mentor you or ask someone to mentor you, hire a coach, just a personal one-on-one coach specific to where it is you're needing coaching. Let's, let's put that out there. Get plugged in with like-minded entrepreneurs or maybe like group coaching and seek counseling. These are four ways that we have found beneficial personally and as we work with other people that have just kind of consistently come up and what's helped people get unstuck and feel ready and recharged for what's next. So as you are assessing these areas based on where you're currently at in your business, I want to ask you, which one can you kind of hold on to? Which one can you, which one's highlighted for you for your next step? I would love to know. Let us know. Um, You can always shoot us an email. You can find us in our teacher community group. We have those, uh, all of that linked below for you in the, in the show notes. So hop in there. If you're not in there, say hi to us, come say hello. As always, we're so grateful that you took some time to have a cup of coffee with us, talk about our faith, talk about our business and how we can just do all of it together. It helps us out a lot if you guys will share this episode with your friends, your fellow teachers, and then subscribe to this art to our channel. So thanks for tuning in and we will catch you next time.